Oh, the talk since this morning has been brandy. People arguing, people disagreeing, people saying no, brandy is not whiskey. No, there's a difference between clippies and KWV. And no, 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 what do you know about brandy? I know nothing about brandy. That's why I've got Anna Trapedo, our food journalist, on the line with me, an author of the book Eat Ding. Hello, Anna. What do you know about brandy? Hello, hello. Well, you know, I am completely obsessed. Um, so there's nothing I don't know about brandy. But, um, and I think, first of all, it's worth just saying that, you know, uh, somebody having these conversations in an English accent, you know, it might sound like I'm just being a smart ass, but actually, people almost take this as the sincerest form of flattery that I am so jealous of my closer friends and, you know, this kind of gorgeous kind of brandy culture that comes out of South Africa. Um, so, you know, Timber is perfectly right that classically of course all of these traditional ceremonies are accompanied by traditional beer so sorghum beer Um, but that actually the use of brandy in traditional African ceremonies whether that be Lobola or Imbeleko or when people come back when men come back from initiation all of these things have been in the Eastern Cape since the early 18th century that brandy culture in South Africa is very, very old. So, and I mean, somebody got really, really annoyed with me and and said, no, uh, Clippies is not brandy. It's one type of brand of brandy. There is KWV. There is, uh, and name them. And he said, can I go on? And I'm sure I'm going to say no, don't go on, please. Because, you know, you're getting quite upset with me and I don't know what I'm talking about. And then someone else said, someone else said, well, there is no difference between brandy, whiskey, cognac, etc. It's just the difference. Look, the first thing to say is that the the people, the only people who deserve to be crossed this, this morning, and we'll put it right now, is the poor people from Odemiester, because you keep saying that Clipdrift won the, the 2017 World Drinks Award now in London, which happened last week. Yes. In fact, Clipdrift won last year. They yes. won World's Best Brandy last year. Yes. This year, Odemiester won. So the poor people from Odemiester this morning with anxiety that they so, it's an enormous big deal they won the world's best brandy this is the second year in the row that South Africans have done this why we haven't uh, got the president giving them a medal these uh, brandy makers for you know patriotic services I don't know so Clip Drift won last year Odom Miesta won this year so Clip Premium won the world's best brandy in 2016, but yes. Odemir Stadamat won this year. Perfect. So, so we've got two South African brandies up there at the top. And in fact, that gold medals also went to Richelieu and, you know, that, that we did enormously well mm. in, in London last week. And everybody should be terribly pleased for one thing, mm-hmm. given what's happening to the exchange rate. And, you know, if people are buying cognac, mm. which is essentially a kind of regionally specific brandy, mm-hmm. then they are paying over the odds because they are also paying the exchange rate that the world's best brandy, they beat out all the cognacs is the South African brandy that yes. to pay it's fancy and foreign mm. when the, the local product has been proved in an international arena to be better is it's just foolish. Mm, no, so no, no, absolutely. We must really start appreciating how very, very good good South African brandy is. So let's upset them more, Anna, and continue our discussion on how significant brandy is in our cultures. 
Well, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And I, I do think when you say that this is regional, yeah. um, so that it is more of a Cape thing and specifically an Eastern Cape thing, that often when I ask people about traditional ceremonies and brandy who come from the Northwest and Limpopo, they look at me and they say, no, no, I know that ceremony, but no, we do that with traditional beer. I've never heard of, of brandy being involved there. Mm. But specifically within Kosa culture, um, and it has spread a bit, but mainly in the Eastern Cape, um, there's enormous um, traditional significance within brandy, and it's been there, as I say, since the 18th century, um, that so much so that quite often the Eastern Cape, people refer to Ibrandi Elimklope and Ibrandi Ebomvu, so white brandy and red brandy. And obviously we know that white brandy is not brandy at all, that it's it's those other spirits that it's come gin clear, so gin, kind of vodka, those kinds of things. It's just that only red brandy is actually brandy. It's mm. simply that it's brandy's become generic the way Hoover or sellotape is used <laughs> to mean all of those things. You know, that, that in the Eastern Cape, brandy is so significant that it, it just means all distilled alcoholic drinks and then you, you subdivide that if you mean red brandy. Mm. And, you know, white brandy, you know, i.e. vodka and gin, has a whole lot of significance with Sangomas, but the red brandy is used predominantly to open channels of communication with the ancestors. So, you know, if you've got a baby that you want to introduce to your forefathers within Beleko or, you know, you've got uh, a young man that's come back from the mountain and you are the mother of the initiate, you know, the use of brandy is very significant. And everybody's talking about all these brands, brands, but actually... The significant brandy is, is commando. It's what people call ten horses, because if you look on the bottle, there's the ten horses. And there was somebody this morning, you see, I'm completely obsessed. I yeah, love it. No, no, no. So, somebody <laughs> said um, the reason Clippy, no, 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 he said Richelieu works. I think he was talking about Richelieu. He said because of the casing, there are these. He said the strings. The brandy strings, and combo is what he's talking about. Yes. And, you know, I, I thought that was interesting because I've heard a much more sort of anatomical explanation for what he's talking about is you get that brandy that's got a kind of lattice work around the outside mm. and that gets called, um, and it's raffia, and that gets called brandy in tambo. And that raffia um, sort of casing will come off. You can pull it off. Mm -hmm. and the significance that I've been told about that, and it, it is a bit rude, I'm sure people are going to like start phoning in, is that there are 10 stages in the initiation process that young men go through um, and that the entambo, that that lattice will come off like a foreskin. So... I mean, maybe in polite families, <laughs> it's about bringing families together. And I, it can be both. I am sending them all to you, Anna. I am not taking Anna. any of those calls. It's not, it's not on me. I'm telling but you that's now. What, <laughs> that's what chaps tell me. Um, but commando brandy is what ancestors traditionally like best. Uh -huh. that, um, but they're not snobs. That What they are is very traditional. So they like the brandy that people classically drank. Mm. So when you say to people, but don't you want to give the ancestors a better brandy than that? That, you know, come on, it's not the one the price. They say, no, no, people, you know, they want what they know. Mm. So if that's the brandy that people drank when they were alive, it's the brandy that you want to pour a little bit on the earth to open the channel of communication 
communication with the dead. Um, so Commando, which actually is not a bad... The South Africans don't make bad brandy. They make more and less expensive brandy, but it's all rather good. So Commando is not a thing that we should be snobbish about, especially not given that forefathers favourite. Okay, so we've got lots of people reacting to your comments. Let me take a call from... Mukhari's oh, gone. Mukhari, hi. Hello. Hello, we've got you on the line, Mukhari. Thanks for being so patient with us. Hi. Yeah, good morning. Um, I'm quite very excited that somebody is bringing the brandy back on the market and create that awareness because um, in, in the past, brandy used to be the old thing, like your the likes of older Molen. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's quite a lot of people that don't know that whiskey actually, you, you, you can only get whiskey if there's brandy. Um, and uh, just to talk about the Northern Cape, there is a small little family business that I think now it's within the third generation called the Zalen. They are producing quite a significant type of brandies. And you don't get their brandy in any liquor store around anywhere in the country. They used to do it and they are still doing it from export markets. Mukhari, what, are the, what is it called? Bazalan. If, if you can, uh, I'll, I'll give my details to okay. the producer. Okay. And then I'm hoping that we should be able to can connect. Because I'm very passionate about brandy. Oh, lovely, Mukhar. We really would like that. Uh, Anna, that sounds fantastic. Uh, well, yeah, a qu- that Northern Cape thing is very interesting because I, I, he's perfectly right that there are all sorts of brandy traditions around the Northern Cape. We shouldn't forget. So let's take a quick one. Uh, here's an SMS from Henry. He says, what is the correct way to drink brandy? Does it matter? I mean, that ad that says Clippers and Coke, isn't that the way to do it? You know, it's not what you should do with brandy. Um, But, you know, what I love about brandy is that it crosses social class, it crosses ethnicity. If you listen this morning, people have phoned in. They've clearly all sorts of parts of South Africa. This is so rooted in all of us. And, you know, I think that... I'm going to sound pathetically rainbow nation-y, but there is so much of that. And and yet somehow we lose sight of that in all this other stuff that's going on. And if we just sort of said, here are our points of convergence, let's recognize those and recognize our points of difference and just work it out because you know, we are all people that have this kind of great ancient brandy tradition. Well, it sounds fantastic. And uh, people are, I mean, the number of it. Messages we're getting is absolutely incredible. But people are loving this conversation. We're talking brandy and, and our heritage with brandy. Thank you so much, Anna Trapida, who's our food journalist and the author of Eating. And she actually is also an anthropologist. So for lots of you who are saying, why is she dipping into things that are none of her business? Actually, that's part of her work.